0: Because had you said, hey, I feel like this sometimes, I'd have been like, oh, okay. Well, you know that I stay busy during the work day and going to the schools. So would you like to take something off my plate? Would you like to go and be more involved in the schools and let them know who? The mom, the mother is versus them always dealing with the dad. <laughs> if you'd like to take that off my plate, that would have been great. Okay. I maybe I wouldn't have been so busy coming home after working and doing, helping with school projects five times, five kids, five sets of projects on different levels.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you're good at that. You can get good at that, too. I only got good at it because (laughs) I wanted our our children to get passing grades and and to show, to get stellar marks. So it allowed me to be a kid again, helping them with their project. Oh, well, I can't draw, or you do this better than me. Okay, but what do you do that's good that you can contribute? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Okay. Because you didn't communicate.
1: So you think so, the biggest thing is communication. Yeah. And so what about now as far as you've been two marriages, now you're single. What would you recommend for women who are seeking to get married or even men that are seeking to get married? Would you recommend marriage or would you recommend... A committed relationship um, between the two
0: I'd recommend just being organic okay I, I wouldn't you know a lot of people say oh I'm dating with a purpose I'm dating with a purpose yeah you're supposed to be dating with a purpose However, you can't let the purpose be the reason for the dating okay The whole reason for dating is getting to know one another, being uh, vulnerable to each other. And not saying being weak, but just being that's your confidant. And that person then, you develop a relationship, that person should know your, they should know the details, they should know your story. They should, They should know, hey, in any setting, they should know what your trigger is. Like, oh, let me get him out of here because this, if he hears this, he's going to go off. Or if he hears this, that's going to change his mind. Or if she hears this or she sees this, that's going to rattle her, ruffle her feathers. Let me get her out of this environment. Let me get him out of this environment. You know? that's that's when you're in a relationship you know you you could smell something
2: in the air okay. oh, something ain't right we, hey hey
0: hey can we leave uh, you mind if we leave i'm not feeling it right now you know um i think we should go and then it's like wow what's going on uh, something just let can we go and it's like yeah and then it's like you get outside it's like hey i just didn't feel right you know somebody i heard somebody whispering something and it was negative and it would seem like they were trying to suck other people in and i didn't want that on in our spirit so i I just wanted us to leave so it takes that uh um, third eye okay being totally aware of what your mate not just being aware of what was good for you what's good for your mate so the key is, the key right there is putting yourself last, putting yourself behind, second. So you operate, you're in a space, in a place, in an environment, and you're thinking about your mate and their comfortability. You're thinking about what's going to keep them protected at all times. That's what a man does. Mm-hmm. We protect our mates. We protect who who is with us. We protect <laughs> just like a father of kids. When kids came to spend the night at my house, they were under my control as far as if anybody harmed them, came near them, they would have to go through me first to get to them. Okay. So you are under my protection and I dare, I dare anybody to violate my or try and penetrate my circle negatively okay. to get to mine because I was not having it. Okay. You know, I want to get off track, but
1: like that, that, yeah. No, it's okay. Well, you know, and, and that's that's important—the protection of your mate. And a lot of times, people feel as though it's always me, me, me. It's never us. It's me, and in a relationship, a marriage, or a committed relationship, it should be us you know taking taking count of the other individual and so in today's time do we see a lot of that do we see where the men are protecting the women or are the women taking into consideration the thoughts or the concern of the man so for for instance um, if he feels as though he's not comfortable in going to a particular place, should she um, say, come on, baby, just come on, let's go? Or, or should she just take a step back and say, okay, I'm going to give him this opportunity to just, you know, relax and stay home. But a lot of times, you know, couples want to, you know, one in within the couple wants to be with that person 24-7. How do you feel about someone being with you on a regular, every day, um, as some men like to say, 24-7. And you, we all know 24-7 doesn't really exist because what, at some point you have to sleep.
0: Right, um, so with that question, that's a good question. Um, there's a couple of layers in there because first of all, if the mate, speaking to, uh, as far as the man, Mm-hmm. If he doesn't want to go someplace like, Oh, I really don't wanna go there then it's like, Okay, why? What's wrong? Or what 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 makes you feel uncomfortable about going to that place? Oh, I just don't like I don't like being there. But you used to go before we got married.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. And it's like, Yeah, well, since we got married, I don't like going there. What what changed what happened then? Like what makes you uncomfortable with the place you were the most comfortable being? <laughs> that was your favorite spot when when you were single, so what happened? Mm. And then just pause and wait. And don't say another word.
2: Okay. Don't
0: don't try and explain what you just asked about. Because that's when you don't get the the, the, the truth. You don't get to the root. Because you ask a question, and then you compound that question, giving them explanation of why you're asking that question. They ain't dumb. <laughs> okay. They know what that question is. Like, what changed? And then just pause.
1: Okay, okay.
0: The pause causes reflection, self-reflection. They are going to get, they're going to become so uncomfortable with the silence not silence due to anger silence in that you're waiting for the answer okay and you're not going to make another statement about that situation without them giving the answer okay because there's a reason why all of a sudden your favorite your former your your former favorite place is no longer a space you want to even enter something's wrong something's wrong
1: okay and so oh. so how would you address that I mean they decided like I mean I understand you say pause but they no longer want to go is it because they no longer want to be in that environment with you or do they no longer want to just you know they have changed and so some people think as well uh You know, once you get once a woman gets married, I hear some guys say once a woman gets married, um, everything changes. You know, her weight changes, her hair changes. She's no longer sexy for you. She doesn't do all those things she was doing when she was trying to get you. Did did you find that in your marriage that the woman totally changed her entire appearance? Whereas before, she was this beautiful, you know, size five or two woman. I mean, five or six woman. And then once you all got married, as the years went on, she started to gain an enormous amount of weight. Um, She stopped combing her hair. She stopped wearing high heel shoes. Um, She's wearing flats, and she just doesn't keep herself up to par the way you met her. She doesn't wear makeup anymore. Do you think that...
0: So so for me, um, (laughs) I was never a a size 5 type of guy. Okay. So, so that those weren't. I can't say that. And I hear guys say that. Oh, because of this, you know, she done not picked up weight. I'm like, Joker, you don't picked up weight too. <laughs> I'm like, you look like you carrying a beach ball under your shirt now too. So, 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 <laughs> what? You you blind? You don't see yourself in the mirror? So I don't even go there with folks because that that's not that had that hadn't happened to me because what 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 to me certain things are natural, naturally occurring, and people forget what naturally occurring is. Mm-hmm. They they are so caught up in artificial and and and, and, and managed and 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 uh, 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 genetically modifying and, and, and interrupting the natural order. They're, they're used to it, where they're accepting artificialness. You know, they. I mean, you you have people now. They get, they get, a, they get a, a body job. Not just... Before it was a face job, a lip job. Mm-hmm. Now they get, get from the top, from the scalp to the base, <laughs> the bottom of their damn feet now. <laughs> you you get a makeover. You get a... re Oh, make me over. Make me look like this. Make me like that. Mm-mm. See, and that, that's... Now now who you're in love with, though? Now that person... Who, who are they actually in love with now? Because it's like, okay, this person... Look like this. Oh, hey! Oh, I just want to maintain my girlish figure. I want to, I want to keep you always uh, attracted to me, and blah blah blah. But here again, you having that conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. Did did I say I'm not no longer attracted to you? This is for those who don't feel that their mate is, is, is let it all go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a whole different conversation because there's some things going on within that person's spirit if they suddenly or just started letting things go mm-hmm. there's some, something's going horribly wrong with them in their thought processes so that's a different conversation um but uh as far as a person feeling like they need to improve themselves physically mm-hmm because they're thinking that their mate is no longer becoming or no longer interested in them Mm -hmm. because they ask them to go somewhere with them and they don't want to go there with them. That's not for the woman to feel insecure at all. Mm -hmm. That man, is there's something going on that has him not wanting to go back to that place where he was okay going by every day after work, even on the weekends, he would go there. How you go from always being one place and then all of a sudden becoming a stranger to that place overnight after the marriage, something happened. There's somebody there.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: There's somebody there, Mm
1: -hmm. period. Hmm, so when marriage or a committed relationship, and so here's, I'm going to give you my belief. This is my belief. I think marriage is the most beautiful thing between two people and when you have both both people on the same page. And if I understand it correctly, you're supposed to become one. And if we become one, then that means we're one. Not that you have to be under me 24-7 or vice versa. However, I think um, because sometimes people change once they get that title. And it can be even a title of boyfriend and girlfriend. People change. Um, They feel more secure in their relationship. But what happens when you decide that you want to go outside of that relationship, outside of that marriage? Should you communicate with each other and say, this is where I am. I no longer want this relationship. I want to date other people. Now, this is in a committed relationship. Now, the marriage is a tad bit different because You all have a commitment, and that's honestly, I still think whether you're married or in a committed relationship, I think the rules still apply. And some people say, some people will disagree with me as far as rules. There should be no rules in a relationship, period, because we're this supposed to be organic, as you say. How would one? deal with the situation at that magnitude?
0: So that's that's a good question. Um, Again, going back to communication is the key. Communication is the basis. So whether you're in a marriage or a committed relationship or a relationship, period. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling, if you're having your desire To have a third party or a fourth party involved physically Mm -hmm. because you want to explore that's still a conversation that needs to be had and then not just had but to say hey where that came from it's like hey that's very interesting what what brought that on See, now that opens up the door to a deeper conversation. Oh, well, with all the movies that go on and these people, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I just want to know what that would be like if we did that. You know, like, hey, it's not that I don't love us or love you, but, you know, I want to try this for a different level of excitement. It's like, okay, well... What type of excitement are you looking for? <laughs> you want firecracker excitement or a stick of dynamite excitement? I can get you some excitement from a third part. We can get a stick of dynamite and, and you put you could put that somewhere and see how that happen, what happens when that explodes. <laughs> you want excitement? I need excitement. What, what? 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 Why are you not excited? You know, at what point did you feel that you were becoming unexcited? <laughs> at mm-hmm. what point did you? Feel that there was no, no more excitement occurring uh, because you're willing to have this conversation with me, but you weren't, weren't willing to tell me when you started going off track. When did it start getting, uh, uh, when did you start uh, having no pleasure? <laughs> because that should have been the part, the time. If you said, oh, wait right there, um, that's not working for me. <laughs> Let's try this. Then you could have redirected efforts, but you stayed quiet and stayed accepting of something that wasn't pleasing to you. So you enabled that to perpetuate and become worse in your mind because, oh, I just can't take it no more. (laughs) I can't take it no more not being pleased, not being satisfied. Well, what did you do to change the course of action?
1: So what happens there? So really, what happens when... When one or or both mates no longer are sexually active within their relationship.
0: They both become complacent and both of them? Neither one wants to do anything?
1: Yeah, but one is not talking about it.
0: So, oh, so one is wanting to do something, but the other isn't interested in doing anything. So what's going on? So that's where you go conversation needs to occur but people are uncomfortable about speaking on things that they really don't want to answer to just like a woman (laughs) will meet a man won't ask the man are you involved with anyone else (laughs) Mm. (laughs) do 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 you live alone and not just do you live alone because people that, that's a play of words. Do You live alone, you know, because in that person's mind, they can say they, in that, they, they they have somebody, they have a body that occupies space in their dwelling, <laughs> but they're not <laughs> with that person. So that's a play on words. Is there someone you have a relationship with that thinks they're in relationship with you, meaning that they can mistake your involvement with them as their man? Do they consider you their man? So if I pop up at your house, not to put you on guard, but say if I happen to ring the bell, would they invite me in and say, "Hey, um, Tony or James, so and so is here. Or you have company." Or would that person roll their eyes, suck their teeth, and just walk away from the door, leaving you standing there They <laughs> say, you, "Somebody at the door for you." <laughs> so, but a woman don't want to know that a man will ask more times than not but a woman won't ask because she don't want to
1: know why you think because that is
0: she don't want to
1: know well why do you think because she doesn't want to know why would she not want to know that
0: because if she doesn't see a ring or if he has if he doesn't state anything to the man, he's not lying, because you didn't ask the question. So how can he can't? He's not lying if if there's no communication. If there's just action, if you're just taking action with physical, uh, 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 if it's just the physical interaction, meeting somebody, shake hands, whatever you know, the 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 uh, you greet. You hug, you kiss, you know, kiss on the cheek or whatever. That's physical, and say, "Hey, nice to see you. So glad we are able to meet." And it's like, okay, hey, he doesn't he doesn't have a ring on, so okay, he's single. No, ask the question, woman, because there's people that don't wear rings, but they are married, and it's not that they hide anything; they just don't wear rings, but they will tell you, "Yeah, I'm married." I'm happily married. Oh, well, where's your ring? I got to prove to you I'm married. <laughs> that's different. <Okay. laughs> I'm telling you, I'm married, and you still want to know more. <laughs> so that's different. That being a willing participant, that's that's different. I, I ain't even going down that road right now. <laughs> but <laughs> they don't want to know because they want to fill the void. They want to fill. They want what they want was pleasing to them whether it's the the, the the total package so it's the scent the smell uh the appearance of what he represents it's like mm, girl mm, i wanted to know him but and then
1: mm-hmm. go ahead
0: but it's like at all costs at any cost they want to get to know him so even if it comes to the point where they don't ask if he has a woman or wife <laughs> get better off they feel better off not knowing in the beginning
1: so why do you think in the in, in a lot of times in relationships people fear of have a fear of revealing what their status is and and and, and when they but because it will be much easier to basically to You know, be honest and just tell an individual what your status is. But when you mislead someone, making them think that just because maybe they didn't ask the question, making them think that it's a possibility we can be in a relationship. But knowing all along that you're with someone else.
0: Some people feel they're better off not knowing because again, they want to satisfy their urge, their present state of need for what they think they need. And they think this person can fill that need with their presence, but then they're perpetuating secrecy. So if it does go beyond that meeting and then the next meeting and the next meeting, the next conversation and the next conversation, if it never comes up, that person then turns around later on communicating with their other partner or their friends, their dissatisfaction with their current relationship status. Oh, I'm feeling this way because he don't want to see me anymore or like we started out. And then it's like, well, why is that? I don't know. Well, did you ask him? No. Why didn't you ask them what changed? I don't know, girl. <laughs> so you don't want to know. <laughs> and then there you have it. That's where things fall apart. Because people are afraid of hearing the truth. They're afraid to hear what's going to make them change. Their change from what they wanted It's going to make them have to look around to go searching yet again for what they're looking for when they don't
1: know what they're looking for because they're willing to accept anything so in closing mr dawkins what would you recommend to women and men who are seeking to get married or to be in a committed relationship what would you recommend based on your experience (laughs)
0: <laughs> in closing, yes. <laughs> I would recommend they look in the mirror, understand who they are, and understand what they truly want versus what they think they want. So that means doing some soul searching.
2: Okay.
0: And not just not just trying to take on a mate, just fill a space.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Well, Mr. Dawkins, thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure in talking with you.
0: Likewise. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes. And um, you have an awesome day. You as well. Hello, everyone. This is LB Show. I have a special guest today. His name is Robert Dawkins. And Robert, can you just tell us a little bit about you? And this guy, he's filled with a wealth of knowledge. So Robert, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are?
0: Good morning. Thank you. Um, I, I'm, I'm plain and simple. I'm a, I keep it simple. I'm just a person that's very observant. I pay attention to a lot of things while not admittingly paying attention <laughs> I am so I'm like a sponge okay. Um, okay. ask me whatever you want to know and I tell
1: you okay, okay. Robert so I have a one question one. for you but go ahead I'm sorry to interrupt you but go ahead
0: no I'm just saying I, I keep it 100% I don't try to polish anything I'm not perfect no man no woman is um and if we operate from that space of knowing that we're imperfect at all times, <laughs> even in our best, when we think we're given our best, we're imperfect. <laughs> there's still something lacking.
1: Okay. So, uh, okay. Yeah. I would agree with that. Well, thank you, Robert. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk with me. So I have a quick question for you. And I want sure. you to think. Think about this question. What is your fear of marriage? <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I can't really say I have a fear of marriage. More so it's a fear of the, of the person not knowing what a marriage is. <laughs> they could look up the definition of marriage, what is marriage, but then it's what is a marriage people people don't understand what a marriage is they Mm -hmm. don't understand the contract they don't understand the they don't understand contracts as a matter of fact okay so you
1: believe okay
2: okay
0: And, 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 and nowadays, being that times are changing, everything that's involved in a marriage has been changing. It's been evolving. Hmm. Yeah. Nowadays, going back to your question, what do I fear or do I have a fear of marriage? I fear what my partner lacks Mm -hmm. and knowing that, knowing that they are not connected with understanding the fact that nowhere in that contract, in that marital vow contract, Does it say fight or flight? Okay. It says, for better or worse, till death do us part. And people sign that contract, but break that contract. They have a meeting Mm -hmm. by themselves, which is an oxymoron. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: because you can't have a meeting if you're the only person in the room. <laughs> they they consult with themselves mm-hmm. on, on what's not working or what they feel they can't tolerate no longer. I can't take it no more. Or blah, this has been going on since so-and-so and or, or whatever. But you nobody know, communicated. They did not communicate with anyone, meaning their mate, their spouse, about how they were feeling. Okay. And then if they say, oh, I've been trying, here, here here, it is, I've been trying to say this for so long. Well, you had no trouble saying everything else under the sun. <laughs> what stopped you from saying, hey, I'm feeling neglected or I'm feeling you're doing this
2: mm-hmm.
0: what's stopping you from saying that
1: so let me ask you a question so how many times have you been married twice, twice. and so during that time being married twice what was your thoughts as far as you know you did it twice and so now you have, so do you have a fear of getting married again?
0: I don't have a fear of getting married again.
1: It just depends on who that mate is, you think? It,
0: yeah. Yeah, it definitely depends on that because here's the thing. if, 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 if That's supposed to be my, my best friend. Okay. okay. If, if, because when you take, when a man takes a wife, He's Mm -hmm. putting her after God. He's putting her before everything else. Right?
1: Right. Okay.
0: So he's confiding in her. I'm confiding in that person to take what I give them, or I share with them of me, of myself, and, and, and totally being vulnerable because... I'm supposed to be in the presence of someone who's not going to judge me, so it's a judgment-free zone. Mm-hmm. So I'm acting in accordance with the connected, the connective, the connective uh, spirituality of a relationship that came together to form that one bond, that union.
2: Mm-hmm okay so my, mm-hmm. my
0: fear is that that other person do they have knowledge of what that means do they know what that what it is entailed so everybody's good during the good times mm-hmm. it's when a rough patch hits whether it lasts for a month a, or a week a month a year two years if things get rough not saying rough between not rough between the two but rough based on environmental circumstances Whether there's a loss of job loss of income well loss of job is loss of income what or, or medical uh uh, uh condition uh, uh that that alters the activities of the relationship mm-hmm. those are all physical things okay. those are physical things People get caught up in the physicalities. They get caught up in in, 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 in what they see and touch.
2: Okay. So... And mm-hmm. that's
0: what thwarts their efforts as far as making things work out because if they just communicate, talk, 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 it's okay to talk and be vulnerable and even if there's differences, it's okay to be different. That's what makes us all individuals, because we're each and every one different. We've had different experiences that brought us to this place.
1: Mm-hmm. So would you do it again? Would you get married again? I would. hmm I would. And what would be different this time for you?
0: She would have to know, huh, don't take this the wrong way she would have to know her role
1: and what do you think her role would be
0: her role would be to know oneself so mm-hmm. she would have to know herself and totally be vulnerable. to be totally vulnerable and and let me be who i am don't worry about judging me for any of my missteps not meaning disrespect mm-hmm. <laughs> Not, not disrespecting her, but missteps, not being the perfect man. Saturday he might want a glass or two of scotch Mm -hmm. does that mean he's a bad man no so just because you don't drink scotch that's okay (laughs) you know you might like white wine he might like red wine mm -hmm. that's okay you know people get hung up on differences and they get hung up on 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 little uh they call them quirks Mm -hmm. you know Oh, I don't like when he does or when she does this. And, okay, but that's who they are as a, as a person. That bring that makes them up to be that total person you fell in love with. Okay. So uh, if those if you remove those quirks, you wouldn't have the person that you fell in love with. It's because of those uh, those uh, uh, faults or those quirks or those. Uh, um, those idiosyncrasies that that people they they forget this is what makes up that total person that that's their personality that's them and you fell in love with them so that meant that you take you have all of them to you and you said i will deal with this and that's what you do you deal with that so that's what i would expect from my spouse
2: okay
1: so in other words, you're saying accept me for who I am, regardless of what I do. So in other words, so say let's just say for instance, if if it become excessive so to the point where they can't go to work or they can't um, do anything, so then what happens? Should that person just continue to accept? should that person go get help for that individual or should they Um, you know, just try to communicate to each other and say, hey sweetheart, I see this is becoming excessive and I see it's beginning to affect your work life.
2: So then what do you do?
0: You bring up a valid point.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So when and people, and that's where a lot of people um, they lose focus Mm-hmm. It, because you brought up a very value, a very valid point. When you see something becoming excessive,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it's just not the word excessive. But you brought up the other side of it, meaning if something's ex- in excess, mm-hmm. there's normally something on the other side that is lacking.
2: Okay. So
0: if it's if it's an excess, where the person no longer functions where they go to work, where it's affecting is having a negative effect.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: having a negative effect on the livelihood of the household. Mm-hmm. Yet it's that mate's responsibility to take action to resolve, not to flee. Oh I can't take it. He uh, now don't get me wrong. If somebody's being abused physically, verbally, emotionally, that's a whole different story. I, that that's a whole different topic. That that's a whole different topic.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: the absence of any negative uh uh any any negative abuse of that mate, in the absence of that, yes, that mate should step in and get Uh, uh, by way of whether it's an intervention should try everything any resource they have to to help their spouse whether it's man or woman because something if it becomes excessive that means that something is deeply rooted in that person, that's disturbing their spirit, where they're trying to drown it out, whether it be by uh, alcohol, whether it be by drugs. Unfortunately, but they're trying to deaden something that they can't, that they don't, they think they can't express, or they may be, they may fear how they're going to be uh, viewed by others. If they were to share something that's tormenting them on the inside, so they're trying to deaden something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when it, when it becomes in excess, is lethal.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Just like with a body of water, if there's excessive water,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> okay,
0: in your environment, you can drown. Right, you can drown. Right and So things in excess can be harmful when you fill up your gas tank, if you fill it up beyond the limit of the capacity of the tank, it overflows, there's a spillage and, 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 and with the right, with the right environmental things that can happen can take place, a spark. Okay. A backfire from a car, a spark plug, a person starting their car in a neighboring pump, if they have a misfire and it shoots off a spark, and hits that excessive gas that, 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 that's underneath that car in the neighboring lane of gas, <laughs> there could be some major problems. <laughs> you follow me? Yeah. There could be some major problems. So I'm going to stop right there on
1: that. Okay, so I guess once you're able to communicate with one another and you see that this has gone, has become excessive, you work with that individual. You try to um, see what's going on. So basically what I'm hearing from you is that you dig a little deeper because there's some deep-rooted issues going on within the relationship. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah. And and I definitely agree with that. And just like with a business with a company, mm-hmm. when something's not working, what do they do? They have a meeting. The CEO or the president doesn't just say, Hey, um, let's do this. Because where did that come from? All right, how'd you come up with that all of a sudden? You know, so it's it, it takes a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm it takes a collaborative effort when something isn't going right when there's a recall on food on
1: so overall are you saying that there should be no fear of marriage for men
0: exactly there should be no fear there should be no fear
1: because what is the fear? The fear could be not, meet, not marrying the correct, the right person. But who knows whether someone is for you or not because you have had an opportunity to get to know that person throughout the years or however long you all decide to, whenever you all decide to get married. But my biggest concern is when you are married, and you run into those, um, what, what I like to call them, those dysfunctional moments within your marriage. Do you just walk away? Do you try to communicate or seek help or seek, seek as to why this is happening? Or do you just do nothing? and hoping it would go away. And so
0: most, people, go most ahead. people I don't mean to interrupt you but I wanted to make that I wanted to pin that right there. Most people most people just sit silently and hope it goes away, hope it gets better. That's where that first meeting happens with that person. They they meet with themselves. So they'd say, "I'm just going to hope it goes away." Mm-hmm. But then they also say to themselves, What if it doesn't go away? So that's the whisper. (laughs) What if it doesn't go away? So now they're planning, they're, they're, they're working out a resolution that if their hope fails them, they hope it goes away. So silently they're hoping it goes away, yet they're not expressing that. So only one person is working on that hope. No one else is praying in that hope. No one else is giving energy to that hope. So the mate that you're hoping gets over or comes through something doesn't know you're hoping for that to for that to release them from that bondage. You're not sharing with them in that hope. You make statements at them about what they are doing, if you even orate it. <laughs> you may think that you're communicating that to that person but you sh- remain silent or you give them the silent treatment or you leave the room or you uh, uh sit silently or you don't want to be in that company uh even if you're not partaking in whatever that is you're sitting on the couch you're both watching what used to be your favorite show yet you're now withdrawn because now all day you've been it's been festering in your mind, oh I hope he don't drink, or I hope he don't go take that medicine, I hope he don't smoke, I hope he don't I hope he don't, I hope he don't or I hope she don't. I hope she don't and then just get quiet and then when asked, Hey, why are you so quiet tonight? Oh nothing. No, I asked why are you so quiet tonight? Nothing is not an appropriate response. That word, nothing, is not an appropriate response to that question. So it's like, why are you so quiet tonight? What's on your mind? Nothing is on my mind. I'm fine. Why do you ask? Well, you don't appear. Nobody thinks of it this way. You don't appear to be yourself. They say, you don't seem like yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't seem like yourself. Your actions are depicting you're not fine, because if you were fine, you would be in your normal jovial mood at, during this time of the evening or during this show. So what has you perplexed? At that point, the person, there's the opening.
2: Okay. The
0: person either steps in the door, they enter or they close the door and go the opposite way. Nine times out of ten, the person will close the door and go the opposite way.
1: So when that, that happens...
0: Where it fails.
1: Okay, so that's that's where it fails.
0: That's where it begins to fall apart, right then and there in that situation. That one circumstance, and that's not even a circumstance, that was just a question. And because the other person wanted to communicate, that's them really wanting to know, hey, what's bothering you? What's on your mind? And now because of that fear, that because of that person's action not entering the room where the door was open, where the question was asked and they had the floor, because that person closed the door and backed off, now what did they do to that other person? Now that person goes into thought, and guess what? that's where excessiveness begins because it's like hmm, now I wonder what's on that person's mind. Huh? Huh? Maybe somebody's in their ear.
1: Okay. Mm. Like, Think maybe somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm. in their ear. So, so now, huh. now hmm, I got to do some snooping and fi- figure out what what's going on. So now while that person's thinking about Ways to 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 f- try and find out what's going on with this other person. Okay, they're, they're indulging even further into whatever their vice is, <laughs> and then at that point, now that person, as a result, every action there's a reaction. So, as a result of that, person goes to bed. They get up the next morning. This mm-hmm. spirit has changed. This mm-hmm. spirit. Now they're in a different zone mentally, because now it's a matter of it, it begins to be self preservation mode. Okay, because it's like okay, all right. So she's she's withdrawn or he's withdrawn. Okay, okay. Let me protect myself. Now I'm get I'm going into fight or flight when it's supposed to be for better or worse. Okay. Now fight or flight kicks in. Okay. And then that mate starts reaching out to third parties, not people who are counselors or therapists who can deal with communication because that's the key to any relationship, communication. But they reach out to people who have no experience building relationships or mending relationships. (laughs) They, 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 They... that's like trying to get a a a a a a landscaper to do your electrical work Hmm. (laughs) you're gonna go to somebody you bring them into your relationship talking about your issues sharing your issues with them Mm -hmm. number one you don't even know what they're going through in their relationship or their lack of (laughs) so what, makes the, what gives them the authority to listen to you and give you their feedback okay. on <laughs> your relationship when they either don't have one themselves okay. or they're in a the failing one
1: and so do you think that that happens a lot of times within marriages that Instead of talking with their mate, they go outside the marriage and talk to a friend or, and especially if it's a male friend who at that point starts to give that person advice and they have never been married themselves or never have been in a serious committed relationship because just because you're married doesn't mean you can't have a committed relationship without that piece of paper. And so, so how do you handle that on either sides? You know, if the husband goes out and start talking to one of his coworkers who's, who happens to be a female and she does the same thing, now you have, there's four people in, in a marriage that's supposed to be for two. Right. And so how do you handle that? In your experience... How would you how have you handled situations like that before?
0: Well, apparently, I didn't handle them well um I, I guess I mean when I thought I was doing what was right okay i didn't um I wasn't party to the third part, <laughs> you know like and when you hear the lawyers talk, oh party to the first part, party to the second part I wasn't party to the second part. Because I was present in my if what I thought my relationship was but I was pointing to the other conversation that was uh uh planning an escape or a uh a, 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 a movement from okay. you know uh uh you know like my first marriage it had been tension uh and then it was just it got to a point one night. She just said, "I'm gonna move."
1: Just like that.
0: Yeah, she said, "I'm I'm I'm, I, I'm gonna move," because we're in a different space right now. And yeah.